the people who want to see the U.S. flourish for many, many more years do not want to see the country in another war. The supposed belligerent nation, Iran, cannot, would not, and does not gain anything from starting a war. They are surrounded by Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the U.S. troops stationed all over the Middle East. Logistically, they are in a terrible position. And second of all, a war over two oil tankers that don't even belong to the United States or over a shot down drone that was invading a sovereign nation's airspace. Is that really enough to go into war? Is that really enough to put another generation of a young men through this again? Are the daily suicides by our young men coming back from war not enough for us to realize that we gain nothing from starting perpetual wars that are not in defense of our borders and nation? It's simple, simple, simple. Why are we starting wars thousands and thousands of miles away from our homeland? Is really the military-industrial complex that powerful? That's almost a rhetorical question, I know. You see, what people don't realize is this. That if Iran truly is trying to start a war with us, it's not just Iran. Realize this. That if we begin some heavy, heavy, heavy fighting over there. Then it won't just be Iran. They will have backing. Namely China and possibly Russia. China has deals with Iran concerning oil. Billions of dollars worth. Of dollars worth. China has deals in place. They invested heavily in Iran. But you won't hear that in the news. You have to search deep for those facts. You have to search deep in the web or read books to find these facts out. I recommend, I think I've mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, I recommend the shadow market. There are these financial instruments called sovereign wealth funds that dark forces and nations are using to buy up the world's resources. Now, like I said, you won't see on the news that China has deals, billions worth of infrastructure and oil in Iran. Or that China sells arms to Iran. You won't hear that. But be assured that we are 
treading dangerous waters. Why do we want to put more of our men, more of our young, healthy, strong soldiers in wars that they'll come back destroyed from mentally and physically? We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. There will be a time, a day in the future when we will need our entire force here on our soil, here on, in our country to actually truly defend the nation, defend what we truly stand for. Yet we're out there thousands of miles ruining foreign countries, destroying innocent citizens' lives, actually perpetuating a cycle of true terrorists, young men and women that will grow up and that will survive these atrocities, will grow up to hate us. And there the cycle will continue. We're not out there to create peace. In war, there is no peace. Peace is when financial transactions happen between nations or happen between two entities without the involvement of guns or without the involvement of threats. Now, I might be too much of an idealist and think that that's even possible. Maybe I'm too far gone <laughs> in a positive direction to think that that could ever even happen. Yet, that is the only way that countries can prosper together in the free market economy. Sometimes some countries will be up and sometimes some other countries will be down. But the free market economy is a beautiful thing because those that take their ideas and products to the marketplace and on a consistently adequate basis win out. But we don't live in that type of a world. We don't, I'm not going to pretend like we live in a true free market world. No, we live in a military industrial complex in a macro sense. Everybody's involved. Every country is out to get theirs. And maybe it's always been like that. And maybe I've been very lucky to be, to have been born in the United States. Yet I know that empires fall, empires crumble, most likely, most certainly, when they're overextended militarily and civil unrest begins to destroy and eat the nation from within. Let's think about that before we put our backing into another useless war. And if it's not a useless war, then I would prefer the politicians and the people that are at the podium to really tell us what they're after. Are we going into Iran because we want certain resources or because we don't agree with the deals they have in place with other countries? Good, then tell us. 
then maybe we know what we're in for. But right now, at face value, they're trying to push the country into another disastrous decision, into another Iraq, into another Afghanistan. Maybe that's what it takes to keep the empire together. I'm not on the inside, so all I know is what I can glean from the information that I can read and obtain. But truly, it saddens me and it sickens me to know that daily we lose vets to suicides because we don't transition them. Properly into ordinary citizen livelihood. And maybe that's not possible after seeing what they saw over there in the Middle East, in Iraq, in Syria, in Afghanistan, in Libya. Maybe that's not possible. But I can dream. And I can tell you, my fellow listener, to please not back this dumb, dumb, horrible, stupid, idiotic war.